on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Allstate Insurance Agent Mike Light, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. Episode 41 of the JetCast, and if you're not aware, things have been just a little bit different this sports season, and that's put a lot of strain on everybody, athletic departments, obviously, with fans not being in attendance as strained athletic departments in other ways, but... Another strain on athletic departments is the fact that a lot of those fall sports that would be over and done with, well, they've been shifted to the spring, and that's a lot of extra time and effort and stress and articles for sports information. So we're joined here by sports information director and a former baseball player here at Newman, former pitcher Colin Lautensock. Colin, uh, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate you being here on the JetCast. Thanks for having me, Blake. Great great to have you on. And in Colin tried to avoid this for for many (laughs) weeks and months, but finally caught up to him here today. Um, First of all, going back to your time here at Newman, um, how did you kind of get into your head that, like, boy, you know, I think sports information is something that I want to do. You came to us from Heston, where you started your SID career. Um, When did you pick this up that that maybe you'd like to get into sports information? And what part about being an SID was the one that intrigued you the most? So I I was a sports comm major. um, And for my co-op, I did my internship with Dave Rung, who was the SID. Sure, of course. And so... um, I mean, just getting to sit there and watch all the basketball games and get paid for them. And, yeah, and, it's not a bad gig. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's kind of what appealed to me the most is, like, I get to watch sports all day. Like, how, how bad can that be? You know what I mean? So um, it's it's something that I enjoy, even though it's it's gotten really crazy this year. Yeah. But, um, I'm kind of in the same boat that Joanna's in. Yeah. I've never, I've never had a normal year yet because last year was my <laughs> first year, so um, – Hopefully next year we can get that. Yeah, I'd like to be back to normal too. Is there one specific part? Because I know that there are some guys who are in uh, the SID business who they really like writing the articles. They Mm -hmm. like to write the story. Some guys really like to make the graphics, take pictures. And then there's others that really like stats. They they update the stats. They like keeping the stats during the game. What's your favorite part of of being an SID? Oh, man, that's tough. I want to say my favorite part is is kind of the camaraderie with the other SIDs in the sure. conference. Like, I feel like I can call up just about any any one of them if I've got a question, and, and they'll provide me with what I need. And so, I think that's been the biggest the biggest blessing for me so far in this position. Is, I mean, um, Ben DeShong down at Roger State. If I've got yeah, any kind of question, I, I give him a call, and he he'll usually have an answer, or he'll he'll find an answer for me. So. Um, I'm not I'm not a big like stats person like I'll I'll look right. at the stats and all that kind of stuff too but um there's there is some growth I can make in my graphic creation and and learning in in the Adobe stuff and so that's that's one thing I was looking forward to last year at our SID convention was I was scheduled to take 
I think three Photoshop oh, classes. Oh, okay. So I was going to learn all kinds of different stuff in there, but I'm that, that all didn't got canceled. Happen. So, so yeah. I'm, so that's something that you want, you'd like to grow moving correct. into next year is kind of the graphical presentation yep. because uh, if that wasn't all enough, uh, the SID typically in many sports information departments, not everyone, but in a lot of them, uh, is also the guy who's in charge of the vast majority of the social media. Correct. And that is the case here in Newman. So if you see something out there with that hashtag that I tell you about during every basketball game on the audio network and, and baseball on the radio previously hashtag jet power uh, when you see something out there with that it's probably this guy or me because i post a lot with that <laughs> hashtag but uh what's it been like for you to to do that with social media and what do you how do you feel about the social media presence because under your leadership uh there's been a lot of revamping of social media yeah. you guys have uh have gotten new logos new accounts you changed a lot of the handles on twitter how do you feel like the the jet social media presence has has been here in year two of your tenure um that's one thing that we we really tried to cracked down on last year during the shutdown was making everything more uniform throughout the whole organization so that if you see a bowling post or you see a basketball post, you know that they're both from Newman University. Um, that isn't something that had been done really in the past. And right. so um, I, I got a lot of the logins from all the coaches. And so now that we've got all that stuff so that we can go change the social media profile pictures and, and we can post stuff and all this, all these other things so that we make it all look um, very uniformed and, and like we're one big organization. Well, and not only that, but how important is it just for discoverability? Because there were a lot of the social media handles maybe that weren't always, let's let's use a kind word and say intuitive to find on social media. And now for the most part, except for I think Newman Wrestling, because of all the, the characters, it, it's not feasible to have Newman Jets. But for the most part, it's Newman Jets and then the three-letter sport initials, so men's basketball is MBB, women's basketball is WBB, so it's a lot easier to find all this stuff on social media, and obviously you guys are trying to get your name out there in Wichita more than ever. How much do you think that your social media efforts have helped in that? Um, I think they've helped a lot. Um, our our growth that we've had within our athletic department social medias is um, exponential. Like We've had Clark over in University Relations say multiple times to us, hey, you guys are doing a great job over there. Like, your stuff's growing really fast. You're getting a lot of engagement. Whatever you're doing, keep it up. Um, and to, to go back to the handles, that was all – I mean, a lot of this is coming from, like, Zane and Zane and me get together. And sure. We spitball at each other. And I think one thing that we needed was just a, a way to let people find all of our social medias mm-hmm. in one spot. So if they search Newman Jets – the first thing that pops up is the athletics and then all the sports underneath it. So, um, I mean, we were, we were just trying to make it easier for everyone. Now, you guys are mostly active on Twitter and Facebook, but you also have a YouTube channel and where, as you know, if you're watching this, all the JetCasts are now posted, and you get a lot of the post-game interviews uh, when we're on the audio network for basketball, uh, men's and women's, we add other sports, they'll all be on there as well. Uh, what other social media, is there any other platforms that you've thought about that you think maybe in the future would be the next expansion the next upgrade for social media that you'd like to get on um we we tried to make an emphasis this past basketball season with using instagram a little bit more with the stories Uh and all that stuff too um i know that our volleyball team has recently created a tiktok i have not looked at that yet but (laughs) um 
I think I want to say Jose posted something about it on their Twitter sure. last week or the week before. So um, I could see a few sports going in that direction. I'm not, uh, I have to say, you know, with uh, with Faith Mason Vestal <laughs> wanting to become a TikTok star of women's basketball, yeah. maybe you maybe you got to bring her in on on that for the women's <laughs> basketball team next year. Possibly, I'm sure. I'm sure we could get a few of them to run that. Yeah, I, that I, I feel like there's a few of them. Probably Bailey Hawkins, if she's still around. She she and Faith would probably be good co-chairs of that department. Yeah. Now, obviously, you, you're busy every season, no matter if there's you know whatever sports are supposed to be playing that's work enough if you're just doing baseball and softball because there's a lot of times when you guys will have baseball and softball being hosted at the same time with how the miaa does scheduling how's it been for you to not just have that workload but you've got men's soccer which is actually playing games that count and you you still have to do administration a lot of game day stuff for women's soccer and volleyball so you're kind of spreading five sports and trying to scrunch them into to two or three months here and uh and covering about five or you know three or four more sports than you normally do because mm-hmm. we still have golf going on and yep. tennis and all that stuff so how how has that been for you and your sanity trying to keep everything <laughs> straight with all these sports that are going on that don't normally happen at this time of year well i think i think that's part of the reason why the miaa made the decision they did with um volleyball and women's soccer was because they know that you guys can only put, do so put, much yeah, exactly and <laughs> With them not having an NCAA championship, they kind of just wanted to follow suit with that. And so it it relieved some stress from us. But at the same time, like, we're still doing stuff for those games. So <laughs> yeah. it's not quite as stressful, but it's, it's a lot easier. Um, but with, I mean, men's soccer, last weekend we had doubleheader Friday for baseball and softball, mm-hmm. doubleheader Saturday for baseball and softball, plus yeah. we had men's soccer going, plus, plus we was, had men's and women's tennis going. Plus there was volleyball up that in Topeka. That is correct, and volleyball was playing. So, I mean, it was it was crazy, crazy weekend for scheduling all the social media posts and, yeah. and all that stuff. So, um, thankfully, I got, an, I got a GA that helps me out with a little bit of that. Um, he'll usually make sure all the social media posts are ready to go. We call them the brains of the operation. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's it's been it's kind of given me a taste of what a crossover season would really look like. Sure. Because I mean, like I, other than last it's, fall, last fall into winter, and then this this. You guys, winter, there is a crossover spring, between a basketball and baseball. Oh, yeah. There is definitely one. Obviously, the big crossover everybody thinks about is football into basketball. Obviously, Newman's not a football school. I mean, hey, at some point, maybe may, it. It's got my attention, <laughs> but obviously not not anywhere close to that. But um, it is difficult getting over that crossover season. How do you keep you know your head above water and obviously still make time for you? Because you know if you guys know if, if Newman's in session, Collins at work, so weekends off are a real big luxury in the basically any time that school's in session, yeah. a, a weekend off is kind of a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Um, Joe has been really good about allowing me to take days off throughout the week if I've if I've worked a Saturday or whatever you know so she's not she's not been real picky about hey like you got to be here this day sure because um but that that's really kind of helped being able to take days off throughout the week sure. if, I'm, if I'm working a weekend or whatever um also they're they're pretty good about helping with things too they they see that it's been crazy. <laughs> it they they knew like we all knew it was going to be crazy going into it, and so um, 
between Zane, Joe Mo, and um, Zach, the the GA over in athletics, they've been they've been really helpful in helping me and Alex out and making sure that we've got what we need and and really trying to be as as big a help as I can. Now, if you remember our Newman baseball radio broadcast, Loudon Sock might be a name that would be familiar to you because I definitely remember calling your name a few times there when we were doing Newman Jets baseball on the radio. What's it like for you to now have as your direct supervisor as the Associate Athletic Director of External Operations, Zane Ealing, your old baseball coach is now the guy that you kind of report to. How's that working out? Um, I think it's been good. We We... Didn't really talk a whole lot when I was playing. Um, I would more so talk with whoever our pitching coach was. Sure. I mean, we would still have conversations and stuff, but um, I but, think we've really kind of got to know each other, and we've we've kind of been able to bond over that. Sure. And, and laugh about memories and stuff that happened on bus trips or whatever. So. There were a lot of bus trips. Yes, there were. Definitely a lot lot of bus trips. Coming up here on the JetCast, by the way, in a few minutes, we've got Sarah Gutnecht of Women's Soccer. She'll wrap up the show, but next we've got Olivia Parsley, outside hitter and defensive specialist, coming up. Uh, Final question for you here, Colin. Uh, So Women's Volleyball is up next. Final question for you. What are you looking forward to the most going into the fall season, and what is the major project that you have during the offseason that you know that that is going to require your attention once you get out of this spring sports craziness uh, obviously the you know figuring out what form the jet open is going to take is a department-wide effort it's not you know not that fundraising is necessarily college job but everybody chips in on on the jet open and uh, no announcements made on that yet because of the obvious reasons that you're aware of but what are the big projects that you're looking forward to, to kind of working on this summer when things finally mercifully slow down for you a little bit <laughs> um our contract with sidearm is actually up this summer so that that's something that i think is going to be the biggest project for me is we're we're probably going to be looking at revamping the website a little bit because mm-hmm. that's part of the deal um other i mean website stuff's really what my summer consists of building the rosters and the seasons and um, schedules and all that kind of stuff so pretty much all those player bios that you see typed out typically it's probably you or the brains yep. typing those in right yep for the most part yep oh, well what's it like trying you know and then the last thing i know i said the last question was the last question but when we do our audio network broadcasts of basketball and uh, we're hoping to add more sports here in the future um this is one of the guys that has to coordinate with me along with coach healing in terms of getting those schedule on the website getting me set up figuring out what i need getting me stats during the game um so how's that been going for you here these last two years uh uh, keeping me on the air (laughs) um it's not been too bad sidearms sidearms pretty good at being pretty user friendly with being able to create some of those streams and all that kind of stuff so um they're like you 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 can be honest just because (laughs) i'm here i mean i i have things that i ask for and that i that i need and you know there are a lot of times when if there's a there there happens to be a technical problem before a game uh normally i i get this little device out and i call colin so that you know and he's already trying to do about a million other things (laughs) during basketball but you know uh, i i need to get us on the air and uh, or on the internet i guess in this case and uh you know he he has done a good job of when he needs to dropping everything and, and giving us his undivided attention. Yeah, no, I think I think a lot of it goes to sidearm. They're they're pretty good about answering phone calls. I do agree, and and responding to emails very very effectively and efficiently, um, which makes it a lot easier on us. And I think 
I think that's part of the reason why they do that is because they know that, I mean, a lot of times when we're calling them, it's because we've got a game going on yeah. and we need some troubleshooting done immediately. So um, I think that's probably where a lot of, a lot of that comes from. Colin Lautensock, the sports information director for the Newman University Athletics Department. If you would do him the big favor of putting NewmanJets.com as a favorite in your browser and following the Jets on social media and Twitter especially, at Newman Jets, and go into that YouTube page and search for Newman Athletics and go ahead and make yourself a subscriber. And actually, if you want to just watch all the videos that are on that page, too, <laughs> while you're there, I know Colin will really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Colin. Yep, thanks, Blake. We will be back with volleyball, talking with a freshman from Colorado, Olivia Parsley, when we return on the JetCast. Hi, friends. Phil Nightingale, general manager at Mel Hamilton Ford. Right now, we have incredible deals on all new 2020 models. Plan now to get here fast for the best selection. And if you're in the market for a used vehicle, Mel Hamilton Ford has more cars, trucks, and SUVs than anyone else. Every payment, every price. All makes and models, not just Fords. Come see us today or shop us online at mhford.com. Let our experienced sales staff show you how easy buying a new car can be. Mel Hamilton Ford, taking care of customers since 1984. Experience the difference. Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. Back here on the JetCast talking volleyball with an outside hitter and defensive specialist from Monument, Colorado. Another one of those fleet of freshmen on the Newman Jets volleyball team with Coach Lugo looking to lead the Jets into the future. Olivia Parsley joins me here on the JetCast. Olivia, thank you so much for joining me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Last time out for you guys, a couple of losses against Fort Hayes State and Washburn. Washburn, if you're not aware, has been one of the premier volleyball teams in the entire country. They've been tremendous with Chris Heron there in Topeka. Fort Hayes State was a close match, 3-1. What were your thoughts on how you played and how the team played up in those two matches uh they played both of them at lee arena in topeka but what were your thoughts on how you guys did up in the capital city um fort hayes definitely is some of the best i have seen us play together as a team and people individually we um it was a close one it was a very tough loss for us but it's the best our blockings have ever been um we were digging out of the gym It's some of the best I've ever seen us play, and a couple bad calls shifted the game the wrong way, and it was a bummer, but I'm proud of how we played. Washburn, they're an amazing team, amazing team. It's so fun just getting to watch them play. Um, Getting to play against them, it's tough because you're doing all the right things, but they're doing all the right things a little bit better. Yeah. So that was it's a little it's a little tough and a they, little sad. They but make it they make it a little tough on you, don't oh, they? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, MIAA is probably maybe the best sport that they have, and I know they just won the men's basketball national championship with Northwest Missouri State, but they might be even better at volleyball with more depth at the at the top. Uh, what's it like for you to be playing spring volleyball? I in color, I'm not familiar with Colorado high school athletics, but I'm assuming that that's a fall sport in Colorado. So what's it like playing these meaningful? I'm sure you've probably played some club in the spring. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you're a multi-sport athlete or not in high school, but what's it like to be playing meaningful spring matches in volleyball? It's really different. It's really weird. I'm really used to playing in the fall and having all my games done in the fall, but it's been fun to play in the spring. It's been a new experience. Um, 
I don't know. It's just it's been new but fun, exciting, and adding on that it's the first college season of volleyball makes sure. it a lot more interesting. Well, well I'm sure it'd been the first fall without volleyball in quite a while for you. What was that like? Pretty boring. <laughs> I can imagine. I felt like I had too much time on my hands. I was like, oh, no volleyball today? Okay. And then we get to spring where it's usually a slower pace. And now I'm like, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, okay, switching switching the seasons. So a little, a little too much uh, study time in the fall then is what Just you're saying. Just a little too much, yeah. We're here with Olivia Parsley. Now, what's been the transition like for you? you we talked about how strong the MIAA is. Mm-hmm. And jumping straight from high school into that is probably even another step in, rather than going to junior college or maybe a, a lower level Division two conference, how do you think you have made that transition to the MIAA? Um, I think at first it was definitely a shock for me, and I was, like, blown out of the water. I was like, oh, my goodness. But um, I think I've gotten more used to it, and we're a strong team too, and it's been nice working with all the girls and, like, seeing all the different talent that we have on the team and getting to learn from my teammates and learn from Jose I think it's been so fun. It was a huge shock and like a huge change coming to, but I think I've really come up to the challenge and it's been so much fun that I can imagine going to a different conference. Now we've talked somebody with, I think it was a couple, maybe last JetCast actually, it might have been women's soccer, but one of the players, one of the coaches had mentioned how they didn't feel like they were really getting the chemistry or the camaraderie that they normally would. Because normally, you know, you guys will go into somebody's room after the game. You guys will hang out. You guys, Mm -hmm. you know, have camaraderie. Maybe you'll go out to eat together. And because of everything that we're dealing with, a lot of those things that would be normal college freshman, college athlete type of things have not been uh, as permissible as maybe they would be in normal times. How do you feel like your camaraderie and chemistry is building with the your fellow freshmen? And there's a lot of you on this team. <laughs> And and with the other upperclassmen as well. Um, I think it's not as strong as it would be in the past. Sure, of course. But um, there's seven of us freshmen, and six of us live in the dorms. So it's been nice having all like the six of us there. Like we've all gotten pretty close, and then I've gotten closer to the freshmen off campus because we have classes together. So like that's easier um, for the upperclassmen. That one has been a little different. It's because. I mean, there's the ones that live on campus, so you see them sometimes, but the ones that live off, it's you only see them for practice, and a lot of them only have online classes, so you never see them on campus. Sure. So I feel like I'm definitely not as close as I could be with some of the upperclassmen, but... It's the times, I guess. Yeah, and, yeah. and ho- hopefully, hopefully we're on the, the tail end of those times. We, yes. I, guess, I guess time will tell on that. One other thing that you guys, that, that sometimes will build, team chemistry and camaraderie is overnight road trips. You guys don't really get many of those, obviously a lot less for the Jets now than versus when they were in the Heartland Conference when there were some long overnight road trips. But um, it looks like you guys may have had one when you went to Emporia State than Central Missouri, but um, you've got this one coming up, uh, Pittsburgh State and then Missouri Southern. So uh, that'll be an opportunity to kind of bond together. Yes, it will. Uh, uh, 235 kills as a senior for you in high school in 2019 hitting 141 it was a massive improvement for you over your junior season what do you feel like led to your offensive improvement going into your senior season of high school volleyball and how do you bring that forward with you here to the Jets when you guys start playing those meaningful matches coming up this fall um well the transition from my junior to senior year I actually took I took the step from transitioning from libero to actually being a hitter again and so I really took the time and effort to like go and like 
make my role on that team like f like a big one I guess um and transitioning that into like college ball and next year with meaningful matches like just going to the gym working hard every day like trying to find like the little things that work for every team because for some teams it's hitting the line ball works but other teams like that ball's going to get dug or blocked all day every day so working on different shots knowing what shots are open and becoming like a smarter volleyball player. Now, there are not a lot of players that are listed as an outside hitter and a defensive specialist. <laughs> that's that's very unique. Uh, how did you get to, to playing both sides? And obviously, you know, starting out as a libero in high school, that would certainly help with that. Um, playing both sides, I was always an outside hitter for club, and I loved it. But in high school, I was always told I was too short to do anything with it. Mm. So they put me as a DS libero. So I had to, like, focus on both ends of it. Like, for club I was hitting, for high school I was passing. And then we got a new coach for high school, and he saw me in club hitting. So he was like, I want to transition you back to a hitter. So it's kind of like I still have the technical aspects of being that libero DS. So coming in, I have that background. Sure. So I split it and... Now can be both, yeah. Well, one of the reasons I think Coach Lugo, and you're the second freshman that that we've had on. I believe we have uh, we had Miss Romp on earlier mm-hmm. in the season. Uh, you said that you celebrated a birthday over the weekend. I did. Uh, I hope it was a good one. It was. Did Did your team do anything special for you? Um. Let's see. Well, we had a game on Saturday, correct? And that was our other teammate's birthday. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like we were all like there for her and everything. And then her and I had, like, a little, like, not, like, party, but, like, we were, like, hey, like, we're just hanging out tonight if y'all want to come hang out with sure. us. And then sa- Sunday was my actual birthday, and I was, like, I'm just going to have a me day. Okay. So, like, they let me have a me day, and we're, like, enjoy your day. Not, no no problem with that no. at all. What are you looking forward to seeing the most once restrictions are lifted? What, what's the one thing that you can't wait to, to be able to do again? honestly go out and like do stuff like that sounds weird and it's not like going out but like going to like an amusement park or something like not having to have a mask on or like just going to the grocery store not having a mask on and being like oh i left that in my car let me go back and get going to a concert maybe a jets basketball game and just sitting next to each other yeah we're looking forward to it too i'll I'll tell you that uh jets all right pitt state friday missouri southern saturday and i know that you guys for sure have played pitt state i think you've played both of these teams before this year and i'd Remember in the Pitt State match, uh, it didn't start so well, but you guys got better as the match progressed. Yes. And you lost that third set, but it was a very competitive third set. Mm-hmm. How do you turn that around this time against the Gorillas and Lions and, and get off to a better start? I think now we know what to expect with them. We know what they're going to do. We know what their tendencies are. We know how they play. And we can now use that to our advantage to know what we need to do to stop them and to make plays on them. And I think we just need to use what we've learned from losing against them to help us win. Olivia Parsley out of Monument, Colorado, freshman outside hitter, defensive specialist. And this past weekend, the birthday girl, the (laughs) Jets are taking on Pittsburgh State on Friday and the Lions in Joplin from Missouri Southern on Saturday. Good luck in those games. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. We will wrap up with women's soccer talking defense next on the JetCast. Hey, boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night, and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, 
What am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. Where can you land the best jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics and NewJetsGear.com. Store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere. The latest clothing styles and hats to Newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. And NewJetsGear.com is your place to purchase sports-specific, alumni, parents, and hard-to-find Newman merchandise. Shop right now on your computer or phone. And NewJetsGear.com or click the Shop Now button at NewmanJets.com. Wrapping up the JetCast, heading out to the soccer pitch with Sarah Gutnick, a junior defender from Rapid City, South Dakota. 19 appearances last year with 18 starts, locking over 1,700 minutes. The Jets went 7-6 at 6 all the way back in 2019. Obviously, no 2020 season. NU is 1-2-2 in this spring season. They are hosting the Lopers of Nebraska Kearney 2 p.m. on Thursday at the Striker Soccer Complex. Sarah Gutnick joins me here to wrap up this edition of the JetCast. Sarah, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. One-on-one draw last time against Washburn, so a tie, another low-scoring game. What were your thoughts on the matchup against the Washburn Ichabods? Uh, Our first half was kind of rough, but we learned from it, and then we changed our formation, and we kind of got our stuff together for second half, and second half was a lot better. We allowed an early goal in the first half. It was just a couple mistakes that led up to just an easy goal, and then we fought really hard in the second half, and we had a ton of chances, and we at least were able to put one away and hold them off for the rest of the second half. Yeah, Washburn scored 25 minutes into that match. Obviously, you are on the defensive side of the ball, so it's your job to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> As a defensive unit, and obviously, we, we talked about this with Coach a couple of weeks ago, that you know it's not about the offense is only in charge of the offense and the defense only cares about defense. All 11 on the pitch care about winning the game, but... In the defensive unit, how do you guys kind of rebound and mentally overcome that when you do give up an early goal? When that happens, I mean, the only thing you can do is just learn from the mistake and keep going and know, hey, there's still so much time left for us to score. Fix your mistake, learn from it, and just make sure it doesn't happen again. Uh, Kyra Butler had the equalizer in the second half of that match. How exciting was that to go in, and how good of a view did you have of that? I had a pretty good view. It was really exciting. Kira's our center back, so it was always get super excited when one of the defenders scores just because it's fun. Oh, of course. (laughs) Yeah, just like a goalie scoring in hockey, right? Of course. And then what what you may not have realized if you looked at this on on some of the score sheets, this actually went to double overtime, if I'm I'm not mistaken. Uh, How long and grueling is that playing a couple of extra sessions? How long is do you guys play overtime in college soccer? So overtime, how works in college soccer is it's golden goal and which is how it should be everywhere don't let anybody at the world (laughs) cup tell you differently it's how it should be everywhere (laughs) and it's two 10 minute periods or halves i guess so 
play for 10 minutes, no one scores, you get a couple minute break, and then you play another 10 minutes. If no one scores, then it's over, unless it's, of course, a championship game. Then obviously you'd go to penalty kicks at that point, just like they would at the World Cup. No standings or championships this year. And once again, if you're just joining us or you're wondering, like, gosh, we've heard so much about the men playing in the Great American Conference. Why is that? The MIAA decided that they were not going to administer a championship for women's soccer this year, but the Great American Conference made an independent decision that they were going to have a men's soccer season. So, you know, you can ask one of those conference presidents why why that's happening. How disappointing was it for you to, to have a season here with no real standings and, and no championships to play for? I mean, it definitely sucks, but at least <laughs> we... Uh... It's a very honest opinion. <laughs> I mean, at least we still get a season, though. I'm just grateful that we even get a play because, I mean, obviously in the fall we didn't get to. So as much as I wish we did have a championship season, I mean, still trying to make the best out of it. Now, you and I were talking here uh, before we started, and, you know, I mentioned you guys on the defensive line, and like I said, not that it's just about the defenders (laughs) in terms of keeping the ball out of the net, but you guys are kind of killing it right now. You've allowed three goals in five matches. What is making your defense so good right now? I think, uh, well, there's a lot of chemistry between us. A lot of us had played together before, and um, I it's a lot of mentality too. We just really, we don't want the ball to go in the back of the net. So we'll do pretty much anything to make that not happen. And I think and there's a lot of communication between us. And I think honestly, that's probably it. And the whole team works defensively too. It's not just the back four. The midfielders work defensively. Our forwards work defensively. So that makes our job a lot easier as well. Now you've kind of bridged the gap between the Heartland Conference and the MIAA. And we've talked about how difficult that transition was. And obviously you had to make another transition with the head coach because Coach Avila was obviously a very successful head coach in his one year in the MIAA and his last year in the Heartland Conference. But boy, Coach Holmes has got you guys playing really, really well defensively right now. What's it been like to make that transition? Uh, there's been a lot of learning, but it's been fun. Uh, there's just been, a, like you said, a lot of transitions between the past couple of years, but they're welcome transitions, and it's been fun getting to know Coach Holmes and everything, and it's been really fun. What have you been working on in your game personally to try to get yourself better to help the team? Um, in the air, for sure. <laughs> Being 5'3", it's not really great against six foot tall strikers sure. but um so what do you what do you mean by that you know we don't necessarily think of soccer you know when we watch basketball we yeah sure there's a lot of air play and certainly there's headers and things but when you talk about working on your air game what, what do you mean by that in, in a soccer perspective i mean the reality of me jumping over someone who's six two is not that great so just working <laughs> on my positioning to win second balls and trying to get the second balls more so and if i can trying to win the first ball if it's right there if i'm against someone that's about the same height but so a lot of it's positioning and like i said earlier mentality i'm just trying to do anything to get the ball when it does come to me now you've got nebraska carney coming up on thursday the lopers are zero and two on the season what are you expecting to see out of nebraska carney Um, I'm sure it'll be a tough game just like anything is, but I'm not really sure what to expect. Their team, I think, changes a lot every year. Um, I know one girl who played in Rapid who's on the team, but other, I think she's a forward. She's fast, 
But other than that, I'm not really sure what to expect out of them. Once again, that's Sarah Gutnick. Women's soccer team is back in action on Thursday, 2 o'clock. And the kickoff is at the Striker Soccer Complex here in Wichita. Sarah, good luck. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you for having me. We will be back next week with another JetCast. And once again, we want to remind you, we've got our first Newman Jet Audio Network baseball broadcast coming up on Friday, 2 o'clock against Emporia State. So be sure you tune in for that. So until then, Blake Cripps saying, Go Jets.